Clear Channel's iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show. Better than before. An hour of beauty, health, fitness, and lifestyle advice from renowned columnist and author Jane Wilkins Michael and her guest, top experts in their fields. Join Jane's campaign to become better than before. Now, here she is, Jane Wilkins Michael. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show, Better Than Before, on iHeartRadio Talk. I'm Jane. I'm coming to you live from New York City. I want to thank you so much for being with us. You know, someone just sent me an Instagram this morning with a great mantra. The same boiling water that softens the potato hardens the egg. Therefore, it's not about the circumstances in life. It's what you are made of. And now I'd like to bring on, as always, the person who is made of everything nice, my producer, Lori Houston. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good segue, Jane. There you go. (laughs) Remember that expression, girls are made of sugar and spice and everything nice? Mm. I think we have to rethink that sugar part, as our guest today (laughs) will probably advise. Um, Both of them. So... Uh, Lori, we have a great show today. After the break, we're going to meet a friend of the show and one of my personal favorites. He's Donovan Green, a celebrity fitness trainer, author of No Excuses Fitness. He's also a much sought after motivational speaker, has been featured in the national media. He is, in fact, Dr. Oz's personal trainer. Um, and his celebrity clientele spans from Hollywood to Capitol Hill. And he is here with us today right after the break. But first, I'd like to welcome a very special guest. She is Dr. Kellyanne Petrucci. Petrucci. She is a naturopathic physician and a weight loss specialist. She has a thriving practice in Birmingham, Michigan, where she comes and she comes to us today from there. Um, she's also a concierge doctor for celebrities in Los Angeles and New York and has appeared on the Doctors, also on Dr. Oz and national news programs. Her PBS special, 21 Days to a Slimmer Younger You is a huge hit, and she's written a uber popular new book, Dr. Kelly Ann's Bone Broth Diet. And bone broth apparently is the healing and anti aging food that is being sipped by celebrities coast to coast Gwyneth Paltrow, Shailene Woodley, Selma Hayek, Kate Winslet, athletes like Kobe Bryant. They drink it every day. And People say that it smooths their wrinkles and sculpts perfect bodies. Sounds like a miracle, but I'm going to let Kellyanne tell you about it. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kellyanne. Thanks so much for being with us. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be here. So thrilled. Well, I love, you know, I'm I'm looking at your book. I see the cover, Dr. Kellyanne's Bone Broth Diet. Lose up to 15 inches, uh, 15 inches, 15 pounds, 4 inches, and your wrinkles in just 21 days. Yeah, and you know what? And you know what? So my publisher is Rodell. And when you're with a big publisher, I have to tell you, you can't just make claims. They have to be proven out. So I can say that with such confidence that that is what we see. We did test studies in three different cities. And the result of that was pretty amazing. But when you learn what it can do for you, then you understand why. And the reason why this book hit the New York Times list almost immediately after hitting the shelves is because what makes this diet so different is not only do you lose the weight, but you lose the wrinkles. And this is essential, and it's something that so many diet programs don't have. The bottom line is this diet, it works. It works. 
And for so many of us that, you know, say, oh, my God, I lost the weight, but <laughs> now my skin is not good. And we see this in older women. We see women that are older that cleave the weight off, and their skin pays the price. And there are reasons for that. And that's why I'm so excited about this, this whole concept of using the bone broth in order to help them. Right. But it's a whole program. It's not just... Uh, the bone broth, right? You, it, it's, oh, heavens no. It, no, it's, no, no, no. It's, it's I, I, more of that. You don't have a bone broth and then you eat moon pies. You know, you, you, have, to, you no. have to follow uh, follow a plan. <laughs> so let's start with, if you if there's this huge silence, it means that I'm off making the bone broth. So don't worry about it. Just just yeah. talk to Lori. <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back after I drink the bone broth. Yeah, um, why, wait, why wait another minute, right? Why wait another minute? I just got your book. Now I want to make the bone broth immediately. So what is it made of? The Let's start with the bone broth. Broth, and then we'll move to the diet. What is the bone broth made of? So bone broth is broth made from either a chicken or beef or even turkey. You take the bones and you simmer them over a long period of time, and that's how you get the broth. And that's what makes it different than a can of soup that you may buy in a store. It's very different because as these bones simmer, and so easy, so simple and inexpensive to make. But as these bones simmer, there's a lot of goodness that comes out of them, a lot of really deep nutrition. And that deep nutrition makes us look better and it makes us feel better. And there are reasons why. There are components of the broth that are so powerful. And I can tell you, after working with patients for over 20 years, literally talking to thousands of people and seeing everything from this magical elixir to spray vitamins to you name it. I've learned and I've talked to and I've listened and I have realized what what are the big hitters? What are the things that really make a difference in how someone looks and how someone feels? And what I found was that the difference becomes in healing the gut. You have to really heal the gut. And when you, that's going to be the biggest thing in nutrition. You're going to see such an explosion of people figuring out once and for all, oh my gosh, we may have 60 trillion blood cells, but we have a hundred trillion of these microbes, these, you know, this, this, this whole environment, this soil that we have inside that we have to learn to take care of. Because when we do, (laughs) we become slimmer and younger and energized and, and, you know, better sex and you name it, it happens. Now healing the gut, that's, I mean, do you in, in the, in, you know, starting with a diet and then of course we're going to get obviously to the bone broth, but starting with the diet, are there food, are there certain things that you should eliminate from your diet immediately? So 21 days, so so I, the program, Dr. Tellian's bone broth diet is a 21 day diet program. And that was a very deliberate deliberate number because the 21 days is when we really see results. And also that is the time when your intestinal cells turn over. So that's when the magic happens. So I make three promises in this diet. What I say is that you learn to become a natural fat burner, you heal the gut and you reduce inflammation. So in order for me to hold true to that promise and to get you the results that I know are going to make a difference, those three things have to be done. So there are foods that are you're better off without to make that happen. And one of the things that we found throughout our testing and throughout our studies is that you know, grains, staying off of grains for a short period of time 
for a short period of time makes a huge difference in reducing that inflammation. And it works for people that have achy joints, that have chronic fatigue, they come in, they have autoimmune problems, you know, people that have these modern-day diseases that are so, they, they're, they're everywhere now. You know, it's, it's really sad what's happened that it's typical for people to have cancer, diabetes, heart disease, to be yeah. obese, to have these numbers that are all off kilter. And when I started looking at the empirical data, when I started actually looking at the labs, looking at the numbers as I went through and did testing, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is pandemic. We are in trouble. And now, so Kellyanne, how you get out of that is, is through doing those three things. Right. Now, Dr. Kelly, when you say grains, you're not, you're not referring to just gluten-free. You're just referring to rice I'm and... Refer- and- Yes, I'm, I'm referring Quinoa to everything for 21 days. So, so yeah, everything for 21 days, and you see the numbers. It just, it's amazing what happens. Your body really starts regulating. It becomes that fat burner. And then what happens, after you reduce the inflammation from the body, you can do your own personal play. And so for me, I have fine-tuned my body. I burn fat naturally. I have a very strong, healthy immune system because my gut is healed. And it makes a big difference. And so for me, 80% of the time, I can stick to this diet. And 20% of the time, I can explore outwards. So you, what's so amazing, and I think the most profound thing that I've learned in my career, when I went exploring, I, 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 for me, I have to find answers. I've had this Nancy Drew thing in my, in my personality my whole life. I like to figure things out. And what I figured out in seeing all these patients to me, it was the most profound thing, which was we have a nutritional blueprint. And that is really where the hope comes in. This is where the inspiration comes in. This is where the confidence comes in. This is why I can stand. I was just on Good Morning America last week, and I can stand in front of 8 million people, and I can say it with complete confidence because what I know is that there are absolutely foods that work better with our body. There are foods that digest better. There are foods that our body metabolizes better. And when you learn what these are, this is your nutritional blueprint. This is your template. This is your plate. And how far you explore out from that, that's where the individual component comes in. Comes in. And now, that with, uh, Dr. On... Kellyanne, let's backtrack just a little bit. Let's first start yes. with the, the food that we should not have for, for 21 days. And then we'll go into the ideal diet. So grains. Now, dairy, I'm afraid you're going to say dairy. I just, you know, I, I know it. I fear <laughs> that dairy okay. should be cut out. But, well, here's the thing. So I, I have dairy in my diet. I have, I love, I can have things like uh, cheeses made from sheep because the molecules are smaller. My body can handle it. You have to develop a relationship and a connection with food. We are numb to this. One of the best things that you can teach your children is let, have your children understand how food makes them feel. Uh, you, you have to realize after talking to all these people, what I've learned is people are numb to it. That's what this program does. It teaches you these things. So staying away from things like grains for 21 days, staying away from things like dairy for 21 days makes a big, they're the two biggies. They, they are the two biggies, adding in the broth, healthy fats. If there is one thing that everyone can do listening right now, 
If they could take immediate action right now and say, Kellyanne, you know, Dr. Kellyanne, I hear you, I believe you. What do I need to do to make this happen right away? I would say two things. I would say the two biggest things that you can do to change your life immediately is number one, get all of those crappy vegetable oils out of your house, get them out, get those good fats in your home because you have to realize around your cells, membrane around your cells, creating fat, and you cannot burn fat without eating fat. You cannot do it. It's not an efficient system for your body. It will refute this. So Are we getting talking healthy olive fats oil? into your diet. Olive oil? olive oil is amazing. Yeah, olive oil is amazing, but you can't cook with a high temperature with olive oil because when you do, it oxidizes. In other words, it makes that oil go rancid, and rancid oil means rancid body. And what I mean by rancid body is the word inflammation. So we now know that heart disease and all of these causations, all of these diseases that we thought were a result, yeah. it's, it's, it's coming from inflammation. It's charred glass in our vessels. It's really creating all kind of, pro, uh, all kind of problems. And guess what? Here's what's so incredible. Most of the inflammation starts in the gut. And that's where the magic of the bone broth comes in. That's so, why it Dr. works. It's yeah. inexpensive and it works. Dr. Kelly, and just give us, and then we'll, we'll definitely get to the bone broth because I'm going to make it, you know, as we speak. What What is the ideal <laughs> diet for, let's say, the 21 days? Then we'll go, <clears throat> you know, we'll add some things. But what should we do specifically for 21 days? If I want to start tomorrow, what should I yeah. do? I want you to understand how to build a healthy plate. And that is understand that how your body really drives energy is that it pulls from fat stewards. Okay, I'm talking about the fat we don't want under the chin, under the arms, those flappy arms. I'm talking about that unhealthy fat that lays on the gut, that gut health that causes all kinds of problems with estrogen, causes heart disease because it wraps around our viscera, our organs. And now we know there's an increased chance of breast cancer when we have that fat on our gut, so dangerous fat, fat uh, extra fat on our butt and our thighs. You need to pull from stored fat to get rid of that. That's what's so important. So here's how you do it. You build a plate with your macros. It's called your macros. That's what a nutritionist would call it. Meaning protein, vegetables, and your carbohydrates. And what I mean by carbohydrates, vegetables really have two lanes to them. This is a really important concept that I teach patients. It's important for people to know. One of the reasons why diets fail all the time, all of the time, is because you're boxed. You lose energy. And as your body changes that system, you end up coming face-to-face with the sugar demon, face-to-face with this guy. This guy is going to create tantrums in your brain, and it's going to convince you of an awful lot of things. And you have to understand when that happens in a program, when, when you're eating these healthier foods, getting your body used to these healthier foods, that about day four to seven, somewhere in that line, you are going to start bonking because you are now creating the most efficient system your body can have. You're burning fat stores instead of all that sugary carbohydrate that your body is used to, and your brain starts having a fit like a two-year-old, starts having a literal tantrum. You've got to recognize this. So you can't say, you know what, this diet isn't working for me because my joints ate. My patient comes into me and says, you know what? I feel cranky. I want to hit everything. I want to kick everyone. I say, great. 
good job. You, you're doing it. Your body is doing it for you. You are converting that system. So building a plate with protein, two kinds of vegetables. You have your energy vegetables. You have your fiber vegetables. You need both, and you need to know when to have these energy vegetables. If you're starting to feel weak and you're starting to feel like you need more, that's when things like sweet potatoes are great to add in. They're really great. And if you're eating foods that are on your template, you're not going to get heavy from them. So protein, some fibers, fibers and vegetables. We know what this is. We know what vegetables are. Your green vegetables, things like spinach, things like asparagus, things like broccoli, things like salad. This is incredibly important because our intestines are 25 feet long. That is a whole heck of a lot of surface area. You need foods that cleanse you and not clog you. This is imperative. This is how we get in trouble when we get clogged up day after day after day after day. Your nutritional blueprint demands this. You have to have fibrous vegetables. In addition to that, you have to know, I need more energy. So I need to add some energy to my plate. Carrots can do this. Sweet potatoes can do this. Hickama, if you don't know what hickama is, it's great. It's crunchy. Wonderful. crunchy, it yes. Good. It tastes good. It's great to dip, it, dip into some guacamole. Uh, even onions are actually a way to provide some energy. You've got squash. You've got pumpkin. But you've got to find a way to understand, okay, get in touch with your body. I'm starting to feel low energy. Ask yourself three things. Have I had enough food? Number one. Number two, is it that I need some energy vegetables? Am I bonking because I'm not having enough energy vegetables? Or three, is my body doing that thing Dr. Kellyanne talked about? Is my body making that switch? Or is it the sugar demon having a tantrum? You've got to get in touch with that. This is why so many diets fail. That, number one, most importantly, low energy. And the second reason why is because there's no food management. And that does not mean to sound a burdensome word. It just means that you have to do a little bit of prep if you really want to get success, if you really want success and you really want results. Like any other business, like any other thing that you do in life, the leader has to show up. You've got to be a leader here. And you've got to say, you know what? There are certain principles I need to follow to make things happen. Here's what you get in return happens across the board, it's typical, it's not atypical, it happens all the time. If you spend a little bit of time making some foods, you know, cooking up some protein, chopping up some vegetables, get it done once or twice a week. I do it once a week. Many of my colleagues do it twice a week. You put some foods that your family loves, you boil some eggs, whatever it is. You get all this together and you have it available for you so you don't hit the, hit the rails when you get home. Because it's a big problem. Yeah. It's now, what would you have problem. for breakfast, Dr. Kellyanne? Do you have like eggs and, but what's your, um, if you don't well, have, have bread, a, what do you not, have? So, so I have, sometimes I have a shake. So I actually love, there's certain shakes out there that are very clean. And uh, I love uh, a collagen, uh, protein collagen shake. And they're going to be a very big thing that you're going to see in nutrition because, again, it's, not only helps your weight, it helps your skin. So sometimes I have a shake in the morning. Sometimes I have eggs, and I usually always have, this is another word that people, I want people to, to, to embrace, fermented food, some kind of fermented food. Because, again, when we take care of the soil in our body, 
the rewards that you get are so extraordinary. You know, you don't get sick anymore because your immune system is so charged up. You just you don't get sick anymore, and your skin just looks incredible. I don't Fermented look like foods, my Because like, I was at this um, dinner last night, and it was very interesting because Chef David Boulay, Boulay uh, made yeah, it, which I yeah. think. And they were talking about fermented food, of course, um, but he had fermented kohlrabi, which, I mean, who's ever heard yeah. of kohlrabi? But it was amazing. You know, it was, it was, um, it was like, you know, the kohlrabi cabbage. Kohlrabi is so good. It's the biggest secret vegetable ever. <laughs> kohlrabi right. I was like, wow, so kohlrabi, it sounds, it's good. It tasted sort of like um, sauerkraut. Like hickama. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, yeah. it was interesting. So if you, but you wouldn't eat in the first 20, well, you don't eat cereal. In other words, you wouldn't have oatmeal or that's the grain that you try no, to. No, 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 no. And, and here's what I, I think we're focusing too much on what you can have, because here's what I've learned. It's right. not about what you can have. It's, it's not about doing without, it's about swapping out. I want people to understand that. Not about doing without. It's about swapping without. And I promise you, I promise you, the energy that you feel will help you to reallocate time. You will feel like doing so much more. You will feel like, you know, I can do that. That batch of thing that Dr. Kelly is talking about, making food once a week. You know what? I'm on it. I can handle it. You really do have more energy than you may have felt in a very long time. And I have people all the time that come in with every intention on struggling through the program for 21 days. And then I say, okay, now we got to figure out you know, how far you can go from here and still get the results that you want and still have that inflammation down and still become that natural fat burner and make sure that your gut's healthy. Well, almost inevitably, people stay so much closer to the diet for the rest of their life, you know, for the, for the duration. They, they have no intention on going back to what, how it used to be. And the reason why is because of that relationship they have with food. They develop now, what do you put on your vegetables? Or... Do you put, you, obviously uh-huh. you don't put butter. <clears throat> that might, I do. Oh, I never, oh you do put butter. Okay. So you can right. have butter right. and yeah. cheese, is Parmesan yeah. cheese. Is that allowed? I'm just making a mental note about what I can actually have, <laughs> what I can have, not what I can't yeah. have, what I can have. Uh, so you so, put so like, what is it? Parmesan cheese spread? Uh, like, Parmesan cheese, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, a little bit. So some people can have a little bit of dairy and it doesn't bother them at all. There are some people that are absolutely fine with it. So I'm telling you. So here's what I find. A lot of things, with, a lot of the problems with dairy, people have health problems, they have health challenges, they have things going on, but they can't make that connection. They don't make the connection that it's coming from dairy. So that's why it's really interesting. Acne is, you know, the biggest one. You, you, yeah, you've yeah. got somebody... That has acne, you go off dairy, menstrual cramps, like, oh my gosh, it, it, it works unbelievably to go off dairy. Some people can still have it. So, um, it, depends. it depends. You have to listen it, to your your body, of course. Now, tell me how to make this the bone broth. Very simply, you know, we yeah. talked about that egg in the very beginning. I have trouble just making that in the hot water. So, how do you <laughs> walk me through it? So, you would go to the, mm-hmm. the butcher? Um, how do you get the bone? Here's you what I would to- do. So here's what I would do if I was to say, you know, speed dial me on this. I always start people on chicken because it's got a, uh, a milder flavor and uh, people like chicken more than they like beef uh, or turkey. It has more flavor than turkey and it's milder than beef. So I would say if you want to speed dial it, you can go to the store, get a, a rotisserie chicken. You can get one that's already made even. Yeah. And you can take the meat off. Take the meat mm-hmm. off the chicken, get either a stock pot or my favorite, which is a slow cooker, throw the carcass 
in the slow cooker. Put just as if you were making soup. If you want, just to add some flavor, celery, onions, carrots. And you can skim everything at the top when it's over, so you don't even have to go through, like, cutting and chopping. You literally can break the stuff with your hands, chop the onion four ways, throw it in. I've done so many videos on bone broth, and I'm telling you, you can make this in under five minutes. So you put the carcass in the, the slow cooker. Celery, onions, carrots. You put water about one inch over all of this. Now, some people say, you know, they like to add a lot of spices. Spices really are the key to healthy eating, by the way, because they change the, they change the flavor of food and allows you to really enjoy your food. And, and there's so many things that you can do with spices. But so I like to add lemongrass in mine because it really has a beautiful aroma and a beautiful flavor. I just stick the stock in this, you know, a lemongrass stock. I just throw it in the pot, put the lid on, plug it in. You wake up the next morning and you've got this beautiful gelatinous. That's a very important word. You've got this beautiful gelatinous broth waiting for you. And it's inex- super inexpensive, super easy. And if you want to add some chicken back in afterwards and make it more of a soup, whatever. You can use this broth in any recipe that calls for water. You can sip on it like coffee. You know, some people have, I just had someone that said that they always had a second cup of coffee or a third cup of coffee in the afternoon. And they've replaced the bone broth. They, they have replaced that coffee with bone broth. Uh, you'll find that it gives you a, a ton of energy. And it's really interesting because the bone broth will give you a ton of energy because of the deep nutrition. But because of the glycine in there, uh, it actually helps you sleep better. So one of the big ahas and the big coups of the program is that uh, within the 21-day period, um, it, you start sleeping better. I mean, it's one of the first things that I hear is that, oh, my gosh, my skin is starting to really look, and people realize how how easy it really is to look so much better. And we're so focused now on all of these fillers and everything else. And what's really interesting is that you know, these fillers, they really focus on one tiny spot. I mean, this wrinkle, that expression was, that, that little wrinkle. But it's really the overall luster and beauty of the skin. It's that overall luster and beauty. Comes from within. Yeah, it comes from in, and yeah, it's, your, it's your effervescence, it's your energy, you know, all of that. Bringing good energy all the time, remembering to have that good energy, centering yourself, but also having that glow, that glow that comes from really, I have to say it again, that comes from that healthy gut, that comes from those cells that are bouncing, those membranes are, are healthy and bouncing all over the place from those healthy fats. It, it's like a natural wrinkle blaster. Definitely. Oh, it sounds, well, Dr. Kelly, I wish we had like the next 10 shows to get into more specifics, but, but since we don't, unfortunately, I suggest that everyone buy your book, Dr. Kelly Ann's Bone Broth Diet. I assume it's on Amazon or any of the major bookstores. Yeah. You can get it. So in the, in the minute that we have left, what's the most important tip that you want to leave the listeners with before we sign? Okay. So, yeah, so this has nothing to do with food. This is understanding that your mindset is every bit as important as what you eat. And I can see people stressed out and not managing their stress, which releases these catecholamines, we call them, cortisol, epinephrine, these things that are terrible. They rip apart, you know, they rip apart who you are in your, in your cells and everything else. So I love talking about this diet, and I'll talk about this diet until cows come home. But I had something in the book called the slim mindset. 
there are techniques and strategies that I've used on myself personally and I've used with patients to help them clue in and understand how important your mindset is. Things like managing your yeses, things like having an inner doorman. All of these little strategies, things that take you years, make a big difference. Um, so can you give us a very, very quick, very quick exercise for mindset? Just yeah, breathe? Yeah. So, 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 no, this is different. This is things that you think about, but I want you to learn how to process differently. Here's one. Having this inner doorman. A big cause of people's stress is by aligning with other people that don't have the values that they have. So here's my, here's my, my gift. My gift is have this inner doorman. It's very hard to get people out of your life once they're in. It's a big source of stress. So what I say is always be aligned with that. Let people in your inner circle, let people in your life that are congruent with you and your values. It'll save you a lot of strife and a lot of stress in the future. That's good. That's good. Thank God I have Lori. She's very much, she is very much in line with what you just talked about. Dr. Kellyanne, thank you so, so much for being with us. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So I I can be found at drkelly.com, drkellyann.com. I have a lot of offerings on my website. I write for a lot of major publications such as you know, Mind, Body, Green, the Huffington Post. They're great articles. Or it's a great resource. It's a very popular website, and I hope all the listeners enjoy it. Terrific. And, and everyone, I'm just looking at your picture on the jacket, and you look as beautiful as you as you sound. So the, oh, whatever you're doing you. works, all right? Thank you again for being with us. Everyone, <laughs> you. you are listening to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show on iHeartRadio Talk. As listeners of our iHeartRadio Talk Show know, Jane Wilkins Michael is one of the foremost experts on all things health, beauty, and fitness. Jane has just released her highly anticipated new book, Long Live You, a step-by-step plan to look and feel better than before. In it, she shares a collection of advice, tips, and personal antidotes, along with lifestyle suggestions from some of the world's top beauty, health, and fitness experts, many of whom have been interviewed on this show. Are you hoping to make positive health decisions, improve your emotional well-being, establish a support system, give something back to your community and the world? Jane's new book will help you look years younger and also live a longer, healthier, happier, and more beautiful life. You can order Long Live You, your step-by-step plan to look and feel better than before at your local bookstore or at Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com where it's available for delivery or as an ebook, Or go to Jane's website, janewilkinsmichael.com. Now, back to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show. Want to know where you can hear Jane Wilkins Michael's show better than before? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Jane via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Jane Wilkins Michael and better than before. Welcome back, everyone. We are on the air live. You're listening to the Jane Wilkins Michael Show on iHeartRadio Talk. I'm here with Lori, as always. And now I'd like to welcome back one of the great friends of the show, one of our favorites. He is Donovan Green. He's also one of the country's leading health and fitness experts. He's been featured in top-tier media, national print, online TV, radio. He is Dr. Oz's trainer. He's been on his show. And his personal and professional interest is optimizing health through 
treat, I can't talk about this, strategic (laughs) training and nutrition. I need you today, Donovan. And he has clients all over the country, all over the world. Um, Top expert in the industry, including Dr. Oz and Lori and and me. So welcome. Welcome to the show. I love you. I love you. (laughs) Welcome. I'm happy to be back. It's great to be back. And how are you? How are both of you doing? We are good. We are good. Yep. Yes. Lori, you're good, right, Lori? Even Always. though she has to deal with me, she's good. <laughs> Lori's in the background doing push-ups. Lori's in the background thinking, how'd you know? Yeah, I'm good. It's good. We're all good. We're all good. So this time of year, Donovan, this is the time of year where everyone is, you know, they've made those, re- I mean, it's it's already past resolutions, but they're all sort of thinking, well, where, what happened? Why didn't we follow? Why did we break it at 1201 <laughs> on January 1st? What happened? Mm-hmm. We were going to go to the gym every day and eat right, and then all of a sudden things get, you know, <laughs> you're hit with January 2nd, you go back to work, and it's, well, maybe I will have that cronut after all so so what do you tell them i mean i'm sure that all of your clients come to you at all times of the year but especially this time and they say what what do i do how do what do i do now how do i get started again and how do i you know get myself fit on, on track right yeah, so yeah on track for That's me it. you know resolutions every year you're right you know people they make these resolutions every single year i'm going to lose weight i'm going to go to the gym i'm going to be better in my life i'm going to be better in my relationship and january 5th they, they're back to regular and you know the thing is people do not take the time to think about realistic goals so they'll set goals out like i'm going to go to the gym every day if you weren't going to the gym every day before, you're not going to go now. now. It's not going to happen. <laughs> True. So it starts with it start with telling yourself the truth, right? You know, tell yourself what can you do to simply start, and create a goal. If you want to take off 50 pounds, then start small. I want to take off the first 10 pounds, and I want to do it between January and June. Now that is a six-month time frame. You have enough time to make a little errors, make a little mistakes, but you're giving yourself enough room for error and enough room to know that you can actually take off the 10 pounds with no extreme pressure. You know, and that's some of the things. Make it realistic. That is true. And even, you know, I tell people if you want to lose like one pound a month, that's still 12 pounds a year. And yes. and then that's, uh, you know, 24 and that's 48. And then I can't count higher than that, but you get the picture. <laughs> But, you know, conversely, you. if you gain it, that's it. And then people say, my goodness, how did I get this, you know, huge? They're yeah. like, you know, eight pounds. And that's because they don't realize that those little pounds that they gain, it's not a lot to gain a pound a month. It really isn't. I mean, it's it's, it's not. It's a couple extra bagels, <laughs> basically. It's a, it's a couple extra bagels, yeah, and a, and a little donut right on the side, too. And a donut. It's, a donut. Yeah. I, I interviewed this nutritionist. He said, don't even bother to eat that bagel. Just stick it right on your butt because that's where it's going to end up anyway. You know, why waste yeah. time and digestion? It's true. So, it's graphic, but it's true. I mean, it's very, <laughs> it's very it's true, true, right? I mean, you do. So so you recommend them to start slowly, go go to the gym. And there's also the, the, the people who say, okay, I am going to go to the gym. And then they work out on every single piece of equipment, you know, the type. And they get hurt or they, yeah. you know, and then they never go back. It's like the world's mm-hmm. most expensive swim, basically, or yeah. walk on the treadmill. Yeah. So when you go to the gym, what do you, how do you start with that? Where do you? Where do you go or start exercising? Here's the first thing I tell people. I actually turn people away from going to the gym. 
the gym is uh has now become a social place, right? So you have all when you walk into a gym, all you see are athletes. You see fit people working out, people that's already in great shape, and they're not trying to lose weight, and they'll stay there and judge people all day. So when you have somebody who is extremely overweight and they're trying to go to a gym, they're not going to stay for a long time because they're going to feel intimidated, they're going to feel scared, and they're not going to feel comfortable. What I teach people is how to stay at home first and get comfortable in your own skin and implement simple movements in your house. You don't have to do expensive gym memberships to get a great workout. Your body is like the best gym in the world. So I say implement walking, then do speed walking. If you're able to do slight jogs, do light jogs. You know, do these little things that makes a big difference. Weight training. You can get some weights for $2.99 for some cheap dumbbells and have a great workout to some great music. Once you get good enough and strong enough and your confidence go up, then you can go into a gym and try out a personal trainer, try somebody who is certified and knows how to use the equipment, get some great advice or tutorial stuff from that trainer to learn how to use the machine. So whether it's a treadmill or an elliptical or a chest press machine or a cable cross machine, now you have some information on how to use the machine and you can go in there and mix that up with your at-home workout. So you're getting the best of both worlds without getting hurt. Yeah, I think we, we discussed this last time on the show. So I'm in the, in the gym. <clears throat> I'm in a treadmill, let's say. I've been walking on the treadmill. There you go. And then I'm going like, Four, which is pretty good pace, and I'm the the the, the um, height is a little. I guess I'm a three, um, and then or four or five or sometimes six, sometimes nine, and then someone. I mean, picture this, and then you walk in to the gym. You're on and the I'm treadmill. At a 12. It never fails. You're on like fifteen to walk, yes. <laughs> and the elevation yes. is like twenty five. They don't even make yes. it that high. You go and you push it up. And then I'm saying, oh, no, you know, here it is. <laughs> so don't I go to my gym. Glory. Donovan, don't go to my gym, please. <laughs> <laughs> I like, to, I like yeah. to pick people that have just started. You know, they're walking like, you know, two miles every hour, two, two miles yeah. every five hours. But it's true. I think you have to just go at your pace. You can't really go. You have to. And, and, yeah, and you can. Is, I'm sure you'll agree. It's really not about weight loss or being thin or what the scale says. It's about feeling good. Is it not? Yes. That's what I'm giving you a big hug right now over the phone. Fitness. We have lost our minds when it comes to fitness because of what they, what we see in magazines and television and what we see on YouTube and we see everything in social media about perfection. Right, So people will take photos when they're just finished a workout and the blood is pumping through the muscles, and they'll take these amazing photos, and they look perfect, which puts pressure on everyone else. So we forget about what exercise and being fit is really all about, and it's all about feeling great, having a clear conscience, having a great state of mind where stress is low, your body is perfect, your heart is perfect, your lungs are perfect, you're able to go up a flight of stairs without being out of breath and being winded, but everything now is about looks. It's about six-pack abs and having a nice butt and great-looking chest muscles. That's not what fitness is. I mean, are they pluses? Yeah, it's, it's great to have that and to look great, but your health is so much more important mentally and spiritually. So I'm with you 100% on that. Yeah, and I, but also exercise. I think it, it sort of increases your feel-good hormones, your 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 dopamine, your your serotonin, and you do feel better. I think when you and and we're going to talk about some of the excuses you hear about exercising. It's, we have twenty-four hours in a day. Surely, 
we can find 30 minutes to exercise, right? I mean, Absolutely. you have a book, Even No Excuses Fitness. Yeah, in my book, I talk about that. No Excuses Fitness is all about taking people's excuses away. And I tell people, if you can't do 30 minutes and that's too long, give me 20 minutes then. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, I have tons of workouts, that's 20-minute workouts. Oh, yeah, and if you tell me you can't do 20 minutes, then give me five minutes. Oh, you can't do five minutes? Okay, <laughs> then all I want from you is a minute. Now, tell me you don't have, tell me you can't do a minute, right? <laughs> so the, the, the key is to get people to move and, and to make it fun, too, because fitness is too serious. It's too, um, it's too military, and it's not about being military. It's about movement, and it's about implementing movements into your daily activities. So even if you're going to a gym and you're on that treadmill and you're doing an hour, it still does not exclude you from the rest of the day. Because you, like you said earlier, it's 24 hours in a day. So if you're doing one hour, you still have 23 hours left. And chances are you're going to be sitting down or <laughs> laying down during the rest of the day, you're on the computer, you're riding, you're driving, you're reading, sitting. you're you're, you're, yeah. you're sitting, you're sitting, you're sitting, so you're still sedentary. So this is where in the book, No Excuses Fitness, and of course, an app now I have, I have an app that we launched uh, called Chair Workouts, where we're teaching people how to move throughout the day. You get all these different ideas of exercise. So... We're going to go through some of those uh, chair chair workouts in a minute, but, you know, I'm sure aside from... I don't have time to exercise or the dog ate my tights. You know, I guess, you know, the, the thing is, again, you don't want to go to a gym because you feel everyone is maybe wearing tighter tights than you, or, you know, you want to wear a t-shirt and everyone is wearing something that that's form fitting. So I guess yeah. you shouldn't really care. Right. I mean, you should just, yeah, and if you start at home and and start to get yourself in shape, by the time you do go to the gym, you, you feel a little bit uh, better. So let's, if you would, and then we're going to get back to the chair exercises. I've um, I've made a list of some of the myths that um, I've heard and and people have said, is this true? But the person who could answer that would be you. So awesome. let's start by a couple of those uh, things. Then you tell me what you think. Um, one of them let's is I I can eat anything I want. Because I exercise. Myth. Big myth. Okay. That's, that's, I've, I've heard that so many times. It's your, your, body, your body needs to have healthy nutrients. Your body needs to have great vitamins, great minerals. You need to have the right amount of protein, the carbohydrates. You need all of this healthier stuff. The processed foods is going to kill you inside. So you could look as fit as you want on the outside, but inside you're rotten as the day goes. You're rotting away. So that is a myth. You can work out. You have to eat properly. You have to nourish your body properly. Now, also, if women myth, if women lift heavy weights, they'll they'll bulk up too much. Big myth. Huge myth. So ninety eight percent of my clients are female, and I have every last one of them doing weight training, and none of them look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not one of them. And what happens is. In order to bulk up a lot like a guy, you have to take drugs. You have to take steroids and mm. testosterone shots. A woman's body is, is based around estrogen. You're more estrogen than you are testosterone. Than, um, testosterone. So mm-hmm. you don't need to worry about that. What weight training will do for you, it will give you stronger bone density and it will get your body to feel firmer and it will tighten up all of those little loose spots that 
many women struggle with in the glute section, the thighs, and the back of the arms. Those little pot roasts under the arms, the little bat wings, <laughs> the flying the squirrels. Wings. That's what they call it. <laughs> the bat wings. <laughs> As they call it. Um, and also, but if you get on the scale, and sometimes you're, which I don't recommend getting on the scale. I just don't. Occasionally I might. But if you get on the scale, again, it shouldn't go by what you weigh. It goes by how you feel. But if you feel, if you are a little heavier, does is it that muscle weighs more than, than fat, in quotes, that you would be heavier if you start working out and that shouldn't alarm you or that's also a myth? Well, no, that's a myth too. It's, it's not necessarily that muscle weighs more than fat. It's just that muscle is more dense. It's more dense because a pound is a pound. So whether you have, a, you know, they have the, the, the trick question, what's heavier, a pound of bricks or, I mean, a ton of bricks or a ton of feathers. And most people will say bricks because they're like, you know, bricks are heavier, but a ton is a ton. What happens is when you step on a scale, your body when you're doing weight training, you are going to burn fat, but you're going to also build muscle. And muscle is way more dense. So your body weight, it will say you're probably the same amount of weight, but you have taken off maybe 10% of fat. So what I tell people, instead of going on a scale all the time, judge your results by your body fat percentage, how much of you is actually muscle versus fat, lean body mass, and also your inches. Because your inches can also tell a lot, too, about where you are. I have one pair of pants that I sometimes put on and say, if I can fit into those, I'm okay. If they're tight, that means that I've, you know, I'm, I should perhaps cut back on the, uh, whatever, <laughs> the donuts. Whatever meeting that I should have. No, I don't I really donuts. I don't like that. But I like, I mean, I like something sweet. I mean, I like dark chocolate, but I like, like, um, <clears throat> What is it? The the almond cookie? Something. I like to have like a cookie or something. I like something sweet. Just once sure. once a day. So I yeah. find also if you if you have a a diet. I, I shouldn't really say diet. We don't even like the word diet, right? It's a <clears throat> a health plan, a, a regimen. It's a lifestyle. But if you don't like it, um, you're not going to eat it. I mean, <clears throat> my husband, the kale hating lawyer or the leafy green hating lawyer. I mean, he will not eat anything that tastes remotely like arugula. So I can give him all the good stuff in the world, but he won't eat it. So I think you have to find something that they, that you like, and that way you can, you can work with it more so than, oh, I have to eat, you know, sprouted mung beans today to be healthy. So, right. You have to sort of make it your diet, what you like and and build around it. As long as it's not, you know, junk food, I think you're okay, right? I, I agree 100%. 100%. If it's nasty, don't eat it. That's just, the, that's just what I tell people. You know, find ways to make your food taste better. Like, I am a vegan that cannot stand vegetables. You know, like people are like, you're a vegan, but you don't like vegetables? I don't like to eat vegetables. If you put a bowl of salad in front of me, like deep greens, I'm going to look at you and I'm like, okay, it's going to take me about two hours to finish eating this thing. <laughs> Wow. And I've been that way since I've been a child. So, but I find ways to make it taste great. So I will juice it or I will blend it and I'll mix an apple in there. I'll put some mangoes or a banana or something that will give it some type of sweet flavor or something that I can, my palate can actually taste and love. But I'm still getting all of those healthy stuff into my body. I just find ways to make it better and make it fun to consume. If it's not fun, you're not going to stick to it for a long time. It's going to be, once again, back to the resolution. You're going to do it for this period of time, and in two days, you're back to regular because it's not enjoyable. 
Right. And you have to you have to really like it, right? You have to but you get to like it. I mean it's a process. I no one really likes to to work out. I mean, some people don't. For, for my husband, for example, I mean, he had a heart attack six months ago and, and working out is very much a part of his program. And he's he's really um, being very good about following it. I mean, he eats absolutely nothing that gives him uh, pleasure <laughs> anymore. But <clears throat> that being that being said, um, you know, I, I think that um, as far as what you eat, let's just go back to you for a second. Um, do you have if you if you want something sweet? What what do you have as a, as a vegan? Do you have like dark chocolate? What do you eat? No, when I want something sweet, I make a smoothie. I love smoothies. Okay, you make, you make love, a... yeah, I make a smoothie. And and I also when I have when I want a, a little snack, a lot of people don't realize that Oreos are also vegan. There's there's no dairy or anything in Oreos. Yeah, really. So when I want to have a little cheap snack, I have my Oreos. The world knows that I love my Oreos. They know this. Like I am an Oreo lover, so when I want that little uh, junk, that junk fetish to just pow, I get an Oreo. Awesome! You and probably I just get one. Off. That's the secret. You don't no, the not one. I don't get Oreos. one. No, no, I don't get one. I yeah. eat half of that pack. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When I'm on stage, I like I like to tell people what I do because you know the fitness industry, everything looks so perfect, and I've met too many people in this industry who makes things sound so perfect that people are like, I can never do that. I can't do that. No, no, no. You have to have days and times where you can indulge a little bit, but as long as you're not doing it all the time, that's what matters. So when I do have my Oreos, me and my little son will sit and watch Netflix and just sit there with our Oreos and our almond milk and just enjoy enjoy the movie and enjoy our time together. So I take it you don't eat dairy, though. That's that's a no, 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 no. As a vegan, we don't do very uh, no dairy. Nothing with a heartbeat. Right. Nothing with a heartbeat. Not even honey. Right. Well, that comes from the bees. Nothing that comes yeah. from. But you know, I'm thinking. I sort of dairy. I kind of. Um, I thought. Well, I try to get around it. You know, it, it. By the time it gets into the 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 can, you know, whatever they put the milk in, it doesn't really have a heartbeat. <laughs> It's 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 not. It's like inert. So, but it still comes from an animal, and I guess we should uh, cut that out. So, I don't know. That's hard. That's hard to cut out dairy. I'm tried. I'm I'm called an utter failure, <laughs> actually. Um, but I try, and I can't. You know, I I just can't cut out dairy. And we had a guest on before in the first part of the show, and she was saying. You know that's it's it it it, it uh, sets up sort of an inflammatory um, situation in your gut. It's one of the things mm-hmm. that you should definitely cut out. But that's hard for it's me. It's hard, yeah, because yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's like trying to get a drug a person who's addicted to drugs to come off of drugs right away. Your blood, your whole entire body has been probably having dairy from a child, so your body is already adapted to that to that um that dairy, whether it's milk or cheese. But when you're sick and you have a cold, the doctors tell you don't have any dairy. You yeah. don't have any dairy because it's mucus, and it builds more mucus in your system, and it definitely can destroy your entire intestines. And, and as far as inflammation goes, it inflames you like crazy. Oh, no. See, what, See, I never I get colds, Donovan. I never get colds. Huh? Maybe that's a secret because I drink <laughs> I <eat> dairy. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know what? Like your body, I mean, if you look at, like for me, I'm not, a, I'm not an advocate of anything. I don't, I don't force anything on anyone because they have studies that showed all of the indigenous 
civilization who lived in the woods and didn't have technology and they had dairy. They had goat's milk, cow's milk, and they lived for a long time. But the thing is, the different that was different back then. Now everything is so pasteurized and processed. Yeah. So they add vitamin D, they add calcium, they're adding so many stuff in the milk. Now by the time you get the milk, it's a pile of crap. Excuse yeah. the expression. No, no, it's true. Absolutely true. And then they give the cows hormones, so you're getting the hormones. And, and you're finding that, that children are going into puberty at like eight because of all the hormones yeah. between the yeah. animals and the chicken, you know, and the, and, and the milk, which yeah. is scary. You know, I, and, and we don't really have control. I mean, if you want to buy grass-fed milk, you have to go to stores that sell it. You cannot go to the corner and buy grass-fed milk. It doesn't work that way. Even in New York City, you have to go to Whole Foods, you have to go to a health store. It doesn't usually have that. They have um, organic milk, whatever that means, but you know, if you want to get milk that's a little higher quality, I don't like it even homogenized because that's the process. That's one more process. But then you have, to, you have to go to a store that will, will sell that. So you don't normally, and that's sort of the bigger issue. You know, you're, you're from the East Coast and you know if you want to get good food, it, it's harder. It's more expensive. It's not like mm-hmm. in L.A. where you can get it and you know, pick it from your tree. You know, it's yeah. it's it's more expensive and, and it's harder to find. And, and you know, people say, oh, I go to Whole Foods. Well, I must be healthy because I buy in Whole Foods. You can find a lot of stuff that's not very healthy in Whole Foods, right? You find a lot of things in Whole Foods that's not healthy. And that's the misconception that everyone has. When you walk into a store like Whole Foods and the market, you think you can pick up everything that's there. Oh, this is great because I could do this and I'm going to lose weight because I'm shopping in Whole Foods. There's so many things that's not healthy in Whole Foods. So many things. But that's where uh, education comes in. You know, and we live in a day and age where technology is so vast now. We can learn anything without having to go to school. You can learn everything from the Internet now. You can sit back and study and learn about nutrition and fitness and lifestyle. Everything is right there. But people, I think people want to be told what's good and what's not. They don't right. want to do the work. Sometimes it's too much, though. You know, sometimes it, we, are, we get so much information coming at us that we just shut down. We can't process anymore. It just gets too confusing, you know, because some people say, oh, you should eat this, and somebody, no, you shouldn't eat this, or you should eat grain, or no, no, you shouldn't eat grain, or you should drink milk for the calcium, whatever, and no, 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 you shouldn't. So I know it's really what your body does the best at by trial and error know as well. I mean, you don't do well at certain food because you know your body. I don't think a lot of us do know what exactly. I mean, you kind of know. If you know if you drink, you're going to feel horrible the next day. But but you still drink, right? Not you, per se, but <clears throat> most people, you know, they know. Hangovers they know. They brutal, just ignore it. But they ignore, they ignore it. it. Yeah. They really, really ignore it. And also, I think people use food for things other than hunger. I mean... You probably get filled up pretty quickly because your stomach isn't as big as most people think it is, right? I mean, you can eat less. I think the trouble is also that we eat too much. We eat way too much, and we eat for everything. First of all, your right. stomach is the size of your fist, like your heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I tell people, make a fist and put it to your stomach. That's the size of your stomach. Yeah. So when you when you're have a, a girth around your, your midsection and it's, like, really large, what you're doing to your body is just not natural. It's not healthy. You know, and as far as eating, we eat at funerals. We eat when we get a job promotion. We eat when we graduate. We eat when we're watching a movie. Everything in our society is always eat, eat, mm-hmm. eat, eat, eat. 
But yeah. when, with all the eating, there's nothing being done to burn those calories off. So the body is like, oh, you're going to play with me right now? Oh, that's what you're going to do? Watch this. Boom. <laughs> Where did that gut come from? Okay. Okay. Boom. Wait a minute. Where did that hit come from? Boom. Did I just, grow, did I just grow up a Dunkin' Dunk back there? Like, what's going on? You know, <laughs> we're eating way too much. Yeah. And mindlessly too. I mean, sometimes you eat, I always tell people, you know, write it down because sometimes you don't even know what you're eating. You know, during the day you eat and you don't even half of the time you ask, did, did I eat, you know, a bag of this or a bar of that? And you, you weren't even aware of it because you're eating mindlessly when you're doing something else. So you're not even conscious of half of the things that you put in your body, which are, which also is, is a, um, is an issue. And again, you don't burn everything off that, that you eat. How could you, if you eat tons and tons of food although i like to eat i like i like i'm always suspicious of people who don't eat you know like if you go somewhere like oh i'll just have a salad why why just have a salad of course you will not have a salad i know that no, right now no no i <laughs> will not have I'll a salad because you will not have a salad but there are people who say oh, i'll just have this you know and, just, and it just kind of ruins everything because you want you want to eat you know you feel i don't know anyway but everyone is, is different but i think you should be more conscious as you say of of what you are eating. Yeah, uh, agreed 100%. Consciousness of what goes into your body is extremely, extremely important. And we lose consciousness purposely because we don't want to face the fact or the truth of what can happen when we eat this. Plus, we have uh, social pressure. So when you're going out to dinner or you're, you know, you're at an interview or you're, at, you know, you're having a meeting with your boss or whoever has some type of financial power over you, you're sitting there and you're like, I don't really want to drink this wine because I'm on a, I'm on a detox right now, mm-hmm. but I'm going to have to do it because I don't want this person to think anything of me. So we put our own lives aside to please other people. So the, the same person you said who would say, I'm not going to eat, I'm just going to have a salad. They're doing that, but deep inside they really want to have that steak. But they're doing that because they feel like they have to put up a front mm-hmm. to make you or anybody else think opposite of what they really are. You yeah. know, and or they, that's or they go starts. home. They have the salad, and then they go home and they eat the whole box of something else. <laughs> the oh, that's what they do. The they whole, go uh, <laughs> pint of Rocky Road or Chunky Mike. Yeah, which I think is that's right. Happens. Because no one is watching. No one is watching. Uh, it's true. You know. Now let's talk a little bit about your chair workout, which is um, you are famous for your chair. This is your famous Donovan Green's famous chair workout. We spend a lot of time sitting. We sit in. You know, we sit on and the buses, we sit on the subways, we sit in work, we sit everywhere in cars, um, and we sit in chairs usually, of course. Um, but what do we do to make the sitting experience a little more aerobic, better for our bodies? Yes. You have the answer. I know you do. Yes, yes. <laughs> so the, the chair is 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 one of the best tools now. You know. Before I even go into the exercise part, I'll just give you a quick statistic that 300,000 people die every year here in the United States from being sedentary, and that's a lot of people, a lot. It went from 200,000 in the early 2000s and now up to 300. So sitting down, I tell people you have two choices. Either you make the chair become your casket, where you're sitting down in it and it's killing you step by step, or you make the chair become your lifeline. So increasing cardiovascular every minute, you know, every hour do something for at least a minute. Maybe it's a, a shoulder raise. Maybe it's running it in place. Maybe it's a, a hold a squat position, a chair dip. You know, something that's going to invigorate your body and 
get your blood to move, and also flexibility. A lot of us sit down. Chances are you guys are probably sitting down right now doing this radio show. So the, the whole key is be mindful on the amount of hours you're sitting and implement stretches. Okay. Yes. Right? When your neck yeah. is hurting you, stretch your neck out. When you're doing your hamstrings, you're tightening your back, stretch your back out. So with the chair workouts, I teach people so many different things to do and to make it fun. Fun and easy. That's the key. Fun and easy. You know, Donovan, unfortunately, we are out of time. You'll have to come back, and we're going to go through it all. It just, you know, I love having you on the show. The, the half hour goes by so quickly. I, they say, where, where did the time go? But Lori is very strict on our time. So, unfortunately, we're going to have to say goodbye to you. Not goodbye. Come back again, and we'll finish our conversation. In the meantime, quickly tell our audience where they can find you. They can find me on cheerworkouts.com, and they can also download the app for Cheer Workouts as well on Google and iTunes. Terrific. Well, thank you so much once again for being with us, Donovan. Thank you, Lori, as always. And thank you all for listening. This is Jane Wilkins Michael. I will see you next week. Until then, be wise, be well, be better than before. Have a question for Jane and want to be on the next Better Than Before show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. The Jane Wilkins Michael Show is brought to you by Express Scripts and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.